بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم in the name of Allah the most beneficent the most merciful I testify that there is no true God worthy of worship except Allah and that Muhammad is Allah's true slave and messenger we continue the discussion of the book the concise admonition by Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah ta'ala and we reached the point where he said rahimahullah commenting on the hadith of Mu'ad where the Prophet admonished Mu'ad when he told him وَأَتْبِعِ السَّيِّئَةَ الْحَسَنَةَ تَمْحُهَا and follow the bad deed with a good one by a good one and it will wipe it out he said رحمه الله تعالى فَالْكَيِّسُ هُوَ الَّذِي لَا يَزَالُ يَأْتِي مِنَ الْحَسَنَاتِ بِمَا يَمْحُ السَّيِّئَةِ and so the sound person the person of sound intellect he is the one who continues to bring forth the good deeds so as to wipe with them or by them the bad deeds so this is the really sound person he follows them with the or by the good deeds to remove their effects and to prevent and protect against the protection against the punishment that sins entail especially when it is known that the good deed equates ten or more and that the bad deed is only one or forgiven Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in surah al-an'am in chapter 6 verse 160 in Surah Al-An'am in 6, 160 من جاء بالحسنة فله عشر أمثالها ومن جاء بالسيئة فلا يجزى إلا مثلها وهم لا يظلمون Whoever brings a good deed shall have ten times the like thereof to his credit and whoever brings an evil deed shall have only the recompense of the like thereof and, and they will not be wronged so the amplification of the good deed by ten and even more is binding to all the good deeds as it's explicitly mentioned in this verse that it is tenfold ten times the like thereof in credit as to the 
amplification greater than this level this is left to Allah's will this is left to Allah's will the evidence is in chapter 2 verse 261 the likeness of those who spend their wealth in the way of Allah is as the likeness of a grain of corn. It grows seven ears, and each ear has a hundred grains. Allah gives manifold increase to whom He pleases, to whom He pleases. And Allah is all-sufficient for His creatures' needs, and the all-knower. Also in Surah An-Nisa, we read in chapter 4, verse 40, قَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى وَإِن تَكُ حَسَنَةً يُضَاعِفْهَا وَيُؤْتِ مِنْ لَدُنْهُ أَجْرًا عَظِيمًا Surely Allah wrongs not even of the weight of an atom or a small ant, but if there is any good done, he doubles it and gives from him a great reward. And in Sahih Muslim from the hadith of Abdullah bin Mas'ud, when a man brought a camel with a halter, and he said, O Messenger of Allah, this is in the cause of Allah. So the Prophet said, لَكَ بِهَا يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ سَبْعُمِئَةِ You will have the equivalent of reward of 700 camels on the day of resurrection. And in the hadith reported by Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with him and his father, that the Messenger وسلم, in the hadith which he relates from Allah, that in Allah Azza wa Jal, كتب الحسنات والسيئات, ثم بين ذلك, فمن هم بحسنة فلم يعملها, ثم بين ذلك, فمن هم بحسنة فلم يعملها, كتبها الله عنده حسنة كاملة Allah has written down the good deeds and the bad ones then he explained it by saying فمن هم بحسنة فلم يعملها he who has intended a good deed and has not done it it Allah writes it down with himself as a full good deed وَإِنْ هَمَّ بِهَا فَعَمِلَهَا كَتَبَهَا اللَّهُ عِنْدَهُ عَشْرَ حَسَنَاتٍ إِلَى سَبْعِ مِئَةِ ضَعْفٍ إِلَى أَضْعَافٍ كَثِيرًا But if he has intended it and has done it, Allah writes it down with himself as from ten good deeds to seven hundred times or many times over. وَإِنْ هَمَّ بِسَيِّئَةٍ فَلَمْ يَعْمَلْهَا كَتَبَهَا اللَّهُ عِنْدَهُ حَسَنَةً كَامِلًا وَإِنْ هَمَّ بِهَا فَعَمِلَهَا كَتَبَهَا اللَّهُ سَيِّئَةً وَاحِدًا But if he has intended a bad deed and has not done it, Allah writes it down with himself as a full good deed. 
But if he has intended it and has done it, Allah writes it down as one bad deed. And this is reported by Bukhari and Muslim. And also in Bukhari and Muslim from the hadith of Abi Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him, that the Messenger وسلم, said, All the actions of the son of Adam are amplified. The good deed amplified to seven, to ten, to seven hundred folds over. Allah Azza wa Jal, Allah says, إِلَّا الصيام, Except fasting, فَإِنَّهُ لِي It is for me. وَأَنَا أَزِّبِهِ And I reward for it. يَدْعُ شَهْوَتَهُ وَطَعَامَهُ وَشَرَابَهُ مِنْ أَجْلِي He abandons his desire, his food, and his drinks for me. And in another narration, to 700, to whomever he wills. And in the hadith of Abi Dhar, also in Sahih Muslim, the Prophet ﷺ said, من عمل حسنة, whoever does a good deed, فله عشر أمثالها, then he will have ten good deeds, أو أزيد, or more. ون عمل سيئة, فجزاؤها, فجزاؤه, أو فجزاؤها مثلها, أو أغفر. And anyone who does a bad deed, then it will be written one for him. It will be one bad deed for him. He compensed for it. Or that I will forgive him. Then Shaykh al-Islam rahimahullah continues. In the hadith of Ma'ad he said, the Prophet ﷺ mentioned the sayyah, the bad deed, before he mentioned the good deed, because what is intended in mentioning the good deed is that of its effect, meaning it wipes out the bad deed. And this is like the hadith of the Bedouin when he urinated in the mosque. The Prophet ﷺ said, "Subbu alayhi dhanuban mimma." Pour on it a bucket or tumbler of water, and he used this Sheikh al-Islam, indicating that pouring the water is not intended in itself, but rather to remove the remains of the urine to remove the remains of the urine and that's why in the hadith of Mu'ad the sayyah was introduced in the statement before the good deed and the good deed is not intended in itself but as a wipe out effect to remove the bad deed and the hadith of the Bedouin is a famous hadith. It is in Sahih al-Bukhari, where Abu Hurairah, Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him, said, "Qama Arabi, a Bedouin, stood up, fadala fil masjid, and he urinated in the mosque, fatanawalahun, fatanawalahun nas, 
and people caught him, grabbed him. فقال لهم النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام the Prophet said to them دعوه leave him alone وهريقوا على بوله سجلا من ماء أو ذنوبا من ماء and pour on his urine a bucket of water or a templar of water that it pass over the urine فإنما بعثتم ميسرين Verily, you have been sent to make things easy. وَلَمْ تُبْعَثُوا مُعَسِّرِينَ You have not been sent to make things difficult. And this is a great hadith, a great textual proof. In the manners and etiquettes of dealing with that which is wrong, And then Shaykh al-Islam rahimahullah said وَيَنْبَغِي أَنْ تَكُونَ الْحَسَنَاتُ مِنْ جِنْسِ السَّيِّئَاتِ It should be known that the good deeds be from the same kind of the bad deeds فَإِنَّهُ أَبْلَغُ فِي الْمَحْوُ Since this would be more assertive in wiping out What does this mean? It means, for example, of the same kind. If someone backbites someone, mentions him in bad ways, then his good deed that he should utilize to wipe out this backbiting is to mention him in goodness, in the same way as he mentioned him in bad way. Another example. Someone spreading mischief amongst people, this is a bad deed. The good deed of its kind is to regret and correct what he had corrupted. Third example. Someone severs the ties with his parents or kins. This is a bad deed. And the good deed is, from its kind, is to be righteous to them and to strengthen the ties with kinship. He said, فَإِنَّهُ أَبْلَغُ فِي الْمَحْوُ Then it is more assertive in its effect of wiping out the bad sin when it is of the same kind and this is not binding meaning that it's a must be of the same kind and that's why he said وَيَنْبَغِي and it should be he didn't say it must be because generally doing the good deeds wipe out the bad deeds as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said إِنَّ الْحَسَنَاتِ يُذْهِبْنَ السَّيِّئَاتِ Verily, the good deeds remove the bad ones. And there are so many examples about this. And one of the examples is the hadith of the prostitute from the children of Israel, which came in Sahih al-Bukhari and Sahih Muslim. And in it, 
the Prophet ﷺ said بينما كلب يطيف بركية أي ببئر كاد يقتله العطش إذ رأته بغي من بني إسرائيل من بغايا بني إسرائيل فنزعت موقها أي خفها واستقت له به فسقته إياه فغفر لها به a prostitute from the prostitutes of the children of Israel passed by a panting dog passed by a panting dog near a well near a well and she saw the dog was about to die of thirst she saw the dog was about to die of thirst so she took off her leather sack or shoe and tied it with her head cover she tied it to her head cover and it drew out some water for the dog so Allah forgave her because of that so Allah forgave her because of that so now contemplate how the wiping of the sin is not of the same kind because doing goodness to the dog is not from the kind of adultery and prostitution she was committing and the examples on this are many then he said rahimahullah then he said in his admonition وَالذُّنُوبُ يَزُولُ مُجِبُهَا بِأَشْيَاءَ And there are matters which take away the causes that lead to punishment due to sins. Because we know that punishment or sins entail punishment in hellfire. And that the sinner is under the threat of punishment but there are causes that repel the punishment and nullify the threat and pacify the threat these causes are known as impediments hindering the threat execution these are called impediments hindering the threat execution and punishment and they are ten these causes are ten deducted from the book and the sunnah in this admonition which we are dealing with Shaykh al-Islam rahimahullah mentioned four of them but in many other books and treaties he detailed ten, the ten. He detailed the ten causes. And we went over yesterday or last night in summarizing these ten causes. And they are as follows. We will summarize them again tonight, but we're going to continue. <coughs> I mean, we're going to continue with them. Number one, Tawbah. First one is Tawbah. 
repentance. Second, seeking forgiveness. Third, doing good deeds. Third, dua by the believers. Dua by the believers for him. Fifth, offering some of the reward of believers to him, which will benefit him, like charity, like hajj, and the like. Six, receiving the Prophet's intercession, receiving the Prophet's intercession, and this is on the day of resurrection. Seventh, receiving the Prophet's intercession. Seventh, testings and trials, testings and trials. Eighth, So seven, testings and trials. Eight, trials during the barzakh, during the barzakh, during the barrier life, which is the life between this one and the next one. Nine, testings during the horrors of the day of resurrection testings and trials during the horrors of the day of resurrection which all will mount to expiating his sins and the tenth receiving Allah's mercy or that Allah forgives him receiving his mercy and he said rahimahullah Listen to what he said, Shaykh al-Islam, when he mentioned these in several places, and he discussed them thoroughly. And inshallah ta'ala, we will do, go over his discussion of these ten causes that stand as impediments, hindering the threat, execution, and punishment. He said, rahimahullah, فَمَنْ أَخْطَأَتْهُ هَذِهِ الْعَشَرَةِ Anyone who these ten causes misses him, فَلَا يَلُومَنَّ إِلَّا نَفْسَ Then let him only blame himself. Then let him only blame himself. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the hadith al-Qudusi, Ya ibadi, O my slaves. Yes, he said, Rahimahullah, anyone whom these ten causes misses him, then let him only blame himself. And then he cited the hadith Al-Qudusi, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ya ibadi, O my slaves, innama hi a'malukum. Indeed, it is your deeds. Ahsiha lakum. I count them for you. Thumma uwafikum iyaha. Then I will recompense you for them. Thaman wajada khayran, whoever finds good, fal yahmadillah. Then let him praise Allah. ومن وجد غير ذلك and anyone who finds other than that فلا يلومن إلا نفسه then let him only blame himself then we continue he said والذنوب يزول موجبها بأشياء then he mentions the causes and he mentions the first cause and this is the tawbah 
At-Tawbah. The first one is At-Tawbah. These are one of, this is one of the impediments. These are, this is one of the impediments which can neutralize the threat of punishment. And one of the means by which the punishment entailed by sins may be removed through repentance. And this is the most important cause and most greatest. And there is no dispute regarding it. Shaykh al-Islam, rahimahullah, he said, the textual proofs from the Quran and the Sunnah indicate that the punishment on sins can be removed by ten causes, and one of them is at tawbah and then he added, وَهَذَا مُتَّفَقٌ عَلَيْهِ بَيْنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ And this is a matter agreed upon by Muslims. And there is nothing, no cause, that can wipe all sins except at tawbah قال الله تعالى الله سبحانه وتعالى said in Surah Al-Zumar 39-53 قل يا عبادي الذين أسرفوا على أنفسهم لا تقنطوا من رحمة الله إن الله يغفر الذنوب جميعا إنه هو الغفور الرحيم يا عبادي قل يا عبادي الذين أسرفوا على أنفسهم لا تقنطوا من رحمة الله إن الله يغفر الذنوب جميعا Say, O my slaves, who have transgressed against themselves by committing evil deeds and sins, despair not of the mercy of Allah. Verily, Allah forgives all sins. Truly, He is oft forgiving, most merciful. This is for the one who repents. Don't forget that. And that's why He said, despair not of the mercy of Allah. He said it after what? after or rather he said after it the following in the next verse please in 54 he said وَأَنِيبُوا إِلَى رَبِّكُمْ and turn to your Lord and since this is the greatest cause and it has the greatest merit here it is and turn in repentance and in obedience with true faith to your Lord so it must be with repentance meaning the person repent and that's why he said despair not and then afterwards he said turn in repentance and in obedience to your Lord submit to him before the torment comes upon you then you will not be helped so we will examine now some of the matters related to Atoba and the rulings regarding at First, what is the definition of Tawbah? Very close definitions, legal definitions, as to the linguistic meaning, it means returning and regret and to turn legally abandoning sin knowing its ugliness regretting 
determining not to return if able making up for what had been wrongfully done out of sincerity to Allah hoping for his reward fearing his punishment and to take place before examining death and before the sun rises from its sunsetting place this is the definition of the legal definition of Tawbah as to the merits and secrets of Tawbah they are many number one Tawbah is a cause for success and happiness in the two abodes this abode and the hereafter's abode قال الله تعالى in Surah Al-Nur in chapter 24 31 وَتُوبُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا أَيُّهَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ وَتُوبُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا أَيُّهَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ which means and turn to Allah in repentance all your believers لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ so that you may attain success and be successful secondly at tawbah at tawbah expiate sins so if the slave of Allah truly returns to him Allah will expiate all of his sins Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in surah al-tahrim Ya ayuhal ladhina amanu Oh who you believe Tubu ila Allahi tawbatan nasiha nasuha Defend to Allah in sincerity and truly Asa rabbukum an yukathra ankum sayyatikum Allah will forgive you your sins wa yudkhilakum jannatin tajri min tahtiha al-anhar and that he will admit you to gardens under which rivers flow in paradise in Surah Al-Tahrim verse 8 thirdly At-Tawbah changes bad deeds into good deeds At-Tawbah changes bad deeds into good deeds if the Tawbah is, co- is correct Allah will change the bad deeds into good ones for the one who truly and sincerely repents Allah stated this in Surah Al-Furqan in Surah Al-Furqan 2570 in Surah Al-Furqan 2570 Allah says إِلَّا مَنْ تَابَ وَآمَنَ وَعَمِلَ عَمَلًا صَالِحًا 
فأولئك يبدل الله سيئاتهم حسنات وكان الله غفورا رحيما except those who repent and believe in توحيد and do righteous deeds for those Allah will change their sins into good deeds and Allah is oft forgiving most merciful Imam Ibn Al-Qayyim rahimahullah said وهذا من أعظم البشارة للتأذين and this is one this is of the greatest glad tidings to those who repent if إذا اقترن بتوبتهم إيمان وعمل صالح if there goes with their tawbah Iman they have faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and righteous deeds and he said وهو حقيقة التوبة and this is the reality of tawbah Ibn Abbas may Allah be pleased with him and his father said ما رأيت النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فرح بشيء قط فرحه بهذه الآية لما أنزلت I haven't seen the Prophet ﷺ so pleased with something as this verse when it was revealed. Meaning this verse, which we recited now, except those who repent and believe and do righteous deeds for those, Allah will change their sins into good deeds and Allah is oft forgiving. Then Ibn Abbas added, and as well in his pleasure upon the revealing of Surat Al-Fatih. Of Surat Al-Fatih. Yes, I haven't seen the Prophet ﷺ please with someone as this verse, with with anything as his pleasure with this verse when it was revealed, as well as in his pleasure with the revelation of Surat Al-Fatih. Inna fatahna laka fathan mubina. ليغفر الله ما تقدم من ذنبك وما تأخر So this will be 48 verses 1 and 2 Fourth Allah loves Tawbah and those who repent here is the verse, verily we have given you Muhammad a manifest victory that will that Allah may forgive you your sins of the past and of the future and complete his favor on you and guide you to the straight path fourthly, Allah loves Tawbah and those who repent Allah said in Surah Al-Baqarah in 2.2.2 Inna Allah yuhibbu al-tawabina wa yuhibbu al-mutatahirin إن الله يحب التوابين ويحب المتطهرين. Truly Allah loves those who turn unto Him in repentance and love those who purify themselves. Fifth, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with the repentance of those who repent. And this pleasure was not made in any regarding any any of the acts of obedience except tawbah it was not mentioned regarding any kind of repentance except in the case of tawbah and this 
has a profound effect on the one who repents and is hard. The Prophet ﷺ mentioned this situation of Allah's pleasure in the hadith reported by Al-Bukhari and Muslim. And in this hadith, Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu narrated he related to us two narrations one from the Prophet sallam and the other from himself saying a believer sees his sins as if he were sitting under a mountain which he is afraid may fall on him whereas the wicked the evil doer the fajr considers his sins as flies as flies passing over his nose and he just drives them away like this and then the sub-narrator Abu Shihab moved his hand over his nose in illustration Ibn Mas'ud added Allah's messenger وسلم, said Allah is more pleased with the repentance of his slave than a man who encompass at a place where his life is jeopardized but he has his riding animal carrying his food and water he then rests his head and sleeps for a short while and wakes to find out that his riding animal has gone he starts looking for it and suffers from severe heat and thirst or what Allah wished him to suffer from He then says, I will go back to my place. He returns and sleeps again. And then getting up, he raises his head to find his riding animal standing beside him. Allah is more pleased with the repentance of this than his pleasure in finding his animal and his life again. This is the hadith illustrating this matter with respect to the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the tawbah regarding the repentance of those who repent the sixth matter is the tawbah entails so many great stations attained only through through it like for example it entails love kindness, gratitude to Allah, praising Him, being pleased with Allah, all due to the tawbah. And this is more beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than so many of the apparent actions, which even may exceed in number. And in extent, But the abudiyya, the slavery of Allah through repentance and humility, this is the essence of worship. And that's why it's love to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Here we should mention some matters which the Muslims should be aware concerning tawbah. Number one, the door of tawbah is opened. The most generous Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened this door 
and he commanded and incited the believers to turn to him in repentance and he promised to accept whether it comes from the kafir or the mushrik or the upstate or the tyrant or the oppressor or the disobedient ones Ibn Abbas may Allah be pleased with him said من آيس عباد الله من التوبة بعد هذا فقد جحد كتاب الله عز وجل anyone who disperses the slaves of Allah concerning tawbah after this then he as if he denies the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala indeed he denies the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala second second the tawbah is two types the tawbah is two types obligatory and recommended obligatory and recommended the obligatory one is from unlawful deeds from committing unlawful deeds or abandoning the obligatory ones so this is the first one the obligatory tawbah and it the obligatory one is from unlawful deeds or abandoning the obligatory ones abandoning what is obligatory the recommended one is from disliked is doing disliked things makruh or and rather abandoning recommended deeds and abandoning recommended deeds so this is the second one which is the recommended tawbah from doing disliked things or abandoning recommended deeds and the one who takes by the obligatory one he is from the righteous and the one who takes both he is from those who are hastening to good he are from those who are hastening to good and the one who does not bring the first one then he is from the wrongdoers either kafir or rebellion thirdly the pure tawbah the pure tawbah this is the sincere and truthful one this is a sincere the sincere tawbah the truthful one free from impurities and defects and this one is the one which covers all sins and this is the one which covers all sins 
leaving none except that it deals with it. The pure tawbah. And it is the one built upon determination, truthfulness, without hesitation, without waiting, without hesitation, waiting, shaking, no, firmness. And it occurs due to mere awe and fear and love and hope and yearning to what is with Allah and fearing His wrath and punishment. The one who suffices these matters, the one whose condition of tawbah is like this, all of his sins will be forgiven. And when it is like this, Allah will change his bad deeds into good ones. This is a tawbah nasuh, the pure tawbah. The second tawbah is, the second one, or the fourth rather, the fourth matter, is a tawbah al-khasa, the special tawbah, the particular one. And this is whereby the person repents from some sins while insisting on doing others, while insisting on doing other things. Like the one who repents from let's say, uh, theft while insisting on drinking alcoholic beverages and the like. This is a particular tawbah. This is a particular and special one. And it's ruling that it is correct in that which he repented from as long as he does not insist on another sin of the same kind. And he is still on the origin of Iman. And he still have Iman within him. So every sin has its own particular tawbah. So a person may be repenting from one angle and still doing other things. So he's not in this case as in the former case where the pure tawbah qualifies for wiping out all sins when it is attained. Also, freeing oneself from injustice and from the rights of others. Freeing oneself from injustice and from the rights of others. Tawbah relates to the right of Allah as well as the right of the people. As to the right of Allah, the person repents. And this is a matter between him and Allah, as explained earlier. As to the other one, where there are, there are some rights to some people, 
then he should relieve himself from this and give the rights to those who deserve them. But suppose he is unable. A person cannot reach these people. And even he cannot reach their inheritors if they died. Then he can offer these rights as charity on their behalf. And it is hope for him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, pardoning. Fifth, the tawbah of, the tawbah of the one who, the tawbah of the one who is unable to do sin. Listen to this. The tawbah of the one who is unable to do sin. Example. One, for some reason, is unable to commit a sin. Like someone who is sentenced to legal punishment. And while he is in jail, awaiting the execution. Or the one who may be sentenced to life sentence. فَهَلِّ هَذَا تَوْبَةً Is there repentance for this? The correct opinion is that he does have one. And it is in the form of regret. And to abandon the yearning to do sin. This is the form of tawbah with respect to this case. Now, the tawbah of the one who does manslaughter, determined manslaughter. The correct opinion is that his tawbah is acceptable if he truly returns to Allah and regrets his deeds and surrenders himself to the inheritors of the victim so that they can take their right by qisas by the legal capital punishment on him or pardoning or blood money nullifying tawbah this is like a person who repents then comes again and do the same sin in this case he nullified the tawbah and it is binding upon him to renew it and the one who returns to his sin he acquires the new sin not the former one because the former one has been lifted by his former tawbah now the return of the old good deeds to the one who repents example someone has good deeds 
then he did bad ones which consumed his former good deeds and nullified them then after that he made a sincere pure tawbah then his old good deeds returned to him because the bad between the two acts of obedience has been lifted by his sincere tawbah as if they don't exist and the two obediences now converge the return of the one who repents to his former good state before sinning a person may have a good rank and good condition with Allah this may be removed because of a sin he may have committed then afterwards he repents would he return to the same good old condition or not or to a lower rank or to a better one the answer some of the people who repent return to their similar old state and some return to a better one and some return to even lower one so after repentance if he comes better than before the sin and more careful and more humble and more in awe then he will return to a higher degree and if before committing the sin he was best in these matters and did not return to them after his tawbah then in this case his case diminishes and if his situation before and after is the same then he returns to his rank all of these things had been preponderated by Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah and now we move to mistakes of people regarding tawbah 